Welcome to episode 20 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, uh, Saturday, 13th of July, 2000, <coughs> 2019, he says, almost choking on his own throat. Uh, how you doing, people? All right, we're back. I'm back. Um, episode 20, fucking hell, we're cracking on, man. We're cracking on. Uh, and I am almost, well, choking on my own fat of my throat there uh, as I'm doing the intro as well uh, because I've stuffed stuffed my face today. Um, I went out for something to eat earlier and um, I stuffed, oh, fucking hell, man. I've just been on the sofa all afternoon like a, like a hibernating bear. My stomach is just rammed full of fucking fatty fucking food because uh, I, I popped out for brunch. Did you have brunch or lunch, Ben? It was kind of the same. I don't know the difference between those two. There's definitely a time in there. It felt a bit brunchy, but it was definitely lunchy. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why um, there is that distinction between the two. I had food. I had food about one o'clock. Let's just make that clear. That's not a revelation to you. I imagine you've had food today. Everybody uh, listening out there going, oh, yeah, Ben, I've had some food today. Yeah, I can relate to that feeling. But I totally overdid it today, and I can still uh, I can still taste. It's about halfway up my throat. I think that's how much I filled myself up. Um, I went round to an American diner in the UK. Amer- <laughs> some American diner. It's one of them rip-off American places. Uh, with all the seating, like it's uh, out of from uh, when Harry met Sally. But it's got all American shit all over the walls. Um, it's, there's no Englishness about the place, apart from the person uh, who's serving you, which kind of spoils the atmosphere that you're in some sort of American diner or you're in heat and you've got Al Pacino sitting opposite you and you're playing the Robert De Niro um, part it kind of like you know takes the Americanness away when somebody uh, comes over and goes, "What do you want, in, mate? What are you having?" In a fucking Cockney accent. So uh, yeah, but that was nice. But like, I had these uh, because I don't eat meat. I know I'm going to lose listeners. I don't eat meat. Nothing with a face, as uh, as my mum always says. Not even those potato smileys. Boom. There we go. Uh, so I don't eat anything with a face. I don't eat uh, fish. I don't eat fucking cows, pigs, anything like that. Anything that's been alive. I know. But I still... But hey, Ben, but you've got a leather chair. I know. I know. Let's not go into all that. You have leather shoes, don't you, Ben? Yes. You have leather trainers, don't you, Ben? Yes. I just don't want to eat anything uh, that's been alive. But what about plants? Aren't they alive, Ben? Yeah, they probably are. I don't know. I've got to eat something, haven't I? I can't just go chewing on fucking bits of plastic for the rest of my life. I'm not a fucking dolphin. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had far too much to far too much to eat, and I've just ah oh, just got that bloated feel. It was amazing at the time. Ordered far too much stuff. I had some sort of like hot dog thing. Frankfurt, corn Frankfurt is dad in a, like that corn stuff. Corn, I think that is Q, 
Q-U-O-R-N, Quorn. Quorn, is that the way it's pronounced? I don't know. But I had that anyway. And um, I just had fucking too much of it, far too much. And I'm still regurgitating. I can feel it just digesting in my stomach right now. Um, I know this is not the uh, the greatest thing to listen to. <laughs> Tales of the Digestion System by Ben Briggs. But, um, yeah, so I've been uh, just slobbing out on the sofa all day today. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a nice place to go, this place. It's it's nice and it wasn't busy, which was a good thing, although there's some fucking annoying kid in the booth, the American Diner booth, um, opposite us who kept turning around and staring at me as I'm eating and you just feel like flicking a bit of guacamole in his eye. Um but a parent, their parents seemed oblivious to this. Just a kid staring at you when you're eating. That's what I. That's what I go out for. For a nice, relaxing meal. Just a kid staring at me. A kid with a painted face as well. Um, which was very annoying. I don't know why they do that. Kids, they find eating so fascinating and just stare at you. If that was an adult or something, you know. You can have a word with the parents, but they're going to go mental, aren't they? Because it's their precious little kid that you're having to go, oh, he's just watching you eat. Yeah, it's weird. It's fucking weird. You've got a weird kid there. You need to watch that kid. <laughs> you need to watch that kid at all times. It's the sort of kid who I imagine just uh, the parents wake up and it's just at the end of the bed staring at them like that as they're sleeping. You okay? Uh, I think it's time to go back to bed now. And it just, has no emotion. It'll be staring over a body in about 20 years' time and everybody wonders where it went wrong. It started staring at people while they're eating. That's where it started. But um, let's have a bit of tea here. Hang on. I, I keep doing this every episode, don't I? I'm trying to relax a bit and have a bit of English tea. But anyway, uh, it was nice apart from the weird kid. Um, everything, it seems like everything's spoiled by kids. There was a kid's birthday as well. One of them ended up crying. You've got to contend with like a kid staring at you and another kid in another area whose birthday it isn't and jealous that it's the other one's birthday. Um, so they're, uh, so they're, uh, so they start crying. Kids are weird like that, aren't they? They get jealous about the slightest little thing. You know, you, your birthday's coming up this year, I imagine, kid. You know, calm down. Just give the limelight to somebody else for the time being. Um, but that was nice. While I was stuffing my face with the messiest hot dog ever, and there was just loads of food. We ordered nachos as well. And that that would just came on a massive plate and was huge. And they did this thing. Do you, do you want to take that home with you, mate? Uh, thank you, um, New York guy. Um, in your best New York accent there. But, um, yeah. Uh, and I didn't take it home because it's just, you feel greedy, don't you? Like if you're taking food home that you've, I know you've paid for it and that sort of thing. I'd rather see it go in the bin than take, you know, than take some nachos that cost about three quid home and go, no, I'm going to get my money's worth out of this. Every bit. So that was today for me. Uh, Yesterday I had a gig, uh, the weirdest fucking gig. One of the weirdest gigs I've fucking done, man. Oh, Jesus, I've got to uh, I've got to tell you about this. Jason Stamps gig uh, for Big Deal Comedy in Cambridge. Nice old boy, I like Jason. Nice old boy, run some nice gigs. Wasn't his fault. Wasn't his fault. It just went a bit 
a fucking off track ski um, last night. Uh, I was headlining it. Oh, I know it sounds 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 like I'm a very important person. Uh, but, uh, I was closing it, closing it, headlining it, whatever, whatever it is. That's the thing. That's that's what people say, isn't it? If people want to hurt themselves, um, like as stand-ups, like if they want to, like they'll say, hey, man, I'm headlining a gig tonight. That's an open mic, man. You don't, you know, you're doing 10 minutes at the end. You're closing that gig. You're the last act on. Some of the other acts probably want to get away early. That's why you're on. Or uh, you say you're closing that. That's what you're closing. You're not headlining that gig, man. Uh, headlining is getting paid to go on at the end and specifically chosen, which I was last night. I know. I know. But um, anyway, uh, it was in Cambridge. It was fucking... Cambridge is lovely. If you've never been to Cambridge, it's nice, right? It's very fucking hipstery. Everybody cycles round on bikes for some reason. I don't know. And they're, they're old, sh- those old shitty 1920s bikes or whatever. The nostalgia, you know, the nostalgia bit of those bikes. It's not a fucking cool mountain bike or anything like that. Um, not that there's many mountains in Cambridge, but it's not a cool mountain bike or a modern, you know, racing bike or anything like that. They're all those, yeah, aren't I cool with my fucking, you know, aren't I bringing back nostalgia with my fucking basket on the front of my bicycle? No, you look a fucking idiot with your flapping flares and your little fucking bicycle clips on anyway it's quite a hipstery sort of place there's a lot of beards in cambridge you know it's that sort of place a lot of beards um a lot of badges people wear a lot of badges that's another thing you know and they've got that like shaved head at the back and then the fucking comb over like like they're like they're just you know getting ready to go to war like on the in the first world war like everybody looks like that in Cambridge, like those old war photos where they're just queuing up to volunteer before they get their head fucking blown off. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's there. It was like by the river. There's a nice little river that runs through in it. There's a place, basically, as a pub, but it had a bit out the back, like in the garden where they cordoned it off, and that was the gig area to give that festival vibe, man. Um, and... Um, it was the sort of place that had toilets, but it didn't have, like, male and female toilets. You know, hey, man, we're all cool here. You can piss where you want. Males can piss in here. Females, people who don't identify as male and female, we we all piss and shit in the same place, man. We're cool like that. Uh, it was that sort of thing. So, um, and they were out the back, and they were, like, little hot sheds or whatever, and there was a bar out the back in the garden and stuff, and... I think I've described it enough for you. Anyway, the gig was all right. Um, they were a bit quiet audience, um, to be fair, from the start off. Um, but there was a lot of noise bleed because, like, there was literally a barrier, like a like a six foot barrier between the performance area and the rest of the pub garden because it was nice last night. Uh, everybody was sitting out in the pub garden with their various fucking dogs that were wearing. I don't know, those little scarf things. You know, they dress their dogs like they're in the fucking crypts or the or the, or the bloods, like with that little blue or, like, fucking uh, blue or red scarf that those fucking gangster, this is my gangster dog. Um, yeah, so they're all sitting out in, in the garden. There was a few people out there. There was probably about 30 people, I think. Um, 
and uh, first act, um, first act did all right. To be honest, difficult circumstances. Middle act did all right, and then I was on. Now, um, yesterday I could hear fuck all out of my ear, so like um, I was probably a little louder than usual. Also, you're competing with fucking uh, the noise bleed from the rest of the garden. So uh, yeah. I'd get the, uh, I get, finally get them on board. It was a fucking tough five minutes. I lost a couple of audience members. Some old woman walked out. She'd had enough. Had enough of listening to me. She didn't come out on a Friday night to listen to fucks. But fair play to her. She was all right. She was sitting there stony face throughout, like right at the front, stony face throughout, like everybody's performance. But uh, pe- the people sitting with her were all right. They were enjoying it. And then, um, I think it was about 10 minutes, 12 minutes into my set. I was doing a 20 set at the end, uh, 10, 12 minutes into my set. Like the fucking owner of the place came out and asked us to keep it down. Yeah, just when just when they're getting on board. I'm sorry, you're enjoying yourselves too much. Can you keep it, keep it down out here? Fuck here now, man. Jesus, I've never had that before. I've had... Um, People object to the material I'm talking about. I've had people try to punch me on stage twice now. Twice. That was recently updated, like about uh, two months ago. I've had that. I've had people object to material, as I said. I've had people shout out, you shit, you fucking, and all that sort of thing. But I've never had anybody. That's typical Cambridge, that is, come out and say... uh, Can you can you keep it down a little bit? You're a little bit too loud. Sorry, mate. I'm just trying to make a, you know, finally forging ahead with this. So um, because I was uh, uh, because I couldn't fucking hear anything, I, I claimed he was being disabled because I was deaf in one ear. <laughs> Throw that back at you. Now I'm the victim here. Uh, yeah. So uh, so that was weird. Straight away, that consumed about five minutes because I couldn't, because the guy was saying it from the back, I couldn't fucking hear him. And then it got weird and awkward with the audience because they were just starting to loosen up. And then that guy just like fucking hammered that butt plug into their ass again. So they're all just like going, what the fuck is going on? Um, Jason was cool about it. Uh, he came and uh, turned the amp down. I imagine I was a little bit louder than the other acts. So he come come and uh, turn the PA down a little bit, um, and then just when I get it back on board again, some absolute fucking penis, some penine for the straight guy, um, fucking stands at the back, uh, some tall geezer stands at the back, and then uh, he's on his phone and talking as loud as possible, and then walks all the way to the front. And starts chatting to some geezer on the front row. What a cunt. An absolute fucking bell cheese. Um, so oh, I had to deal with that. And then um, uh, kind of like ripped into him a little bit. And he was getting a bit, it was like half between fighty. And um, he looked as though he wanted to turn. You know what I mean? But he had his cap on backwards. He was wearing a fucking shell suit, I thing or something like that. He looked like a fucking 80s throwback, like somebody who'd just, like, been transported from a skate park from the fucking 80s. 
Um, so, uh, and then he uh, was smoking, I don't know, he was smoking cigars or so, cafe creme cigars, and then tried to claim that they had weed in them. <laughs> Just to keep up with that fucking uh, image that he was trying to cultivate for himself. Hey, man, I smoke weed. I'm really cool. Um, but most of the people there, I imagine, smoked weed, my friend. But, uh, yeah, so I had to deal with that. And uh, that was with two minutes to fucking go. And you just, so I ended up having to deal with that, ended up with having to try and get the gig back on track, uh, which never got back into that material again because it all just went fucking sideways. And then I think I ended up doing half an hour in the end um, just by having to deal with that, try and make it funny as I'm like taking a piss out of the guy and then somehow end the gig without it being weird and try and get the audience just to fucking applaud me off and then, you know, get my way home. But it was quite nice. A few people came up to me afterwards and were saying uh, how much they enjoyed it and then, and how much it was a weird gig. You always get that. I'm, I always, I never really hang around at gigs anyway because I find it weird. You get people coming up to you. Like sometimes, not loads, you know what I mean? I'm not like fucking Robbie Williams walking off stage or anything, but um, you always get people coming up to you, like especially if things like that happen, like weird stuff. And then you've got to talk to one of them. One of them's talking, and you can see the hoverer. There's somebody out the corner of your eye. You're talking to someone who's on your left-hand side, and you see a hoverer just turn up. And then you don't start paying attention to the person you're talking to because you get getting fucking anxious for the person who's waiting and thinking, how long is this guy going to go on for before this woman can actually speak to me or whatever, or this other guy can speak to me. And that's what happened last night. And I was just like, oh, God, this is painful. And the guy was just going on and on and on and on, pretty much like I am right now. <laughs> and I and the woman, I felt sorry for her. She was waiting there about five minutes, and I was just like, uh, you know, trying to acknowledge her all the time. And this guy was just going on and on and on and on. Jesus, man. I felt a bit sorry for her. And then she started going on and on. And okay. <laughs> That's, They never really come out with anything that interesting, to be honest. Um, they just want to say, hey, man, I, I'm, I think she said she was a singer or something like that. And that uh, she'd been in the same situation. Yeah, with a band behind you. And uh, yeah, I know. It's terrible. Isn't it terrible when somebody's on their mobile phone and you're singing? I imagine it's not that bad. It's not that bad when you've got a backing track behind you other than standing on stage and actually, you know, the audience are looking at them, whereas you are essentially background music as a singer, not like a stand-up when everybody's like the focused on you and then suddenly some prick turns up with a fucking mobile. Ah, Anyway. Yeah, it said, uh, I think one of the things I said on the packet of cafe creme that he handed me, um, it said smoking, um, what was it? Smoking smoking when pregnant can kill your baby. That's what it said on the inside of this packet when I opened them up. And I think I said, uh, it's a shame your mother wasn't a smoker. <laughs> ah, fucking brutal. But that was... Um, that kind of brought it back sort of like in my favour a little bit because everybody was aware he was a fucking penis. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that was last. I've never had that before. Can you keep it down a little bit? You're enjoying yourselves a bit too much. I'm just trying to get the gig on track, son. You know, 
I'm just getting that momentum with material. I'm sorry if I've never, you know, content of material, yes, promoters have said about that, but never volume of material, volume of what, you know, I don't know what they expected. Whatever they expected last night, it wasn't me. But it wasn't Jason. It was, uh, <laughs> he did a good job comparing and set up a nice atmosphere for the acts to go on to. And he looked, uh, I felt a bit sorry for Jason because he looked a bit caught in between sort of like um, what, you know, what this guy was trying to tell him to do and just thinking, oh, fuck you, you twat. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. So I take my hat off to him. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, last night as well at the gig, there was there was an awful lot of tattoos at the gig last night. You know, there was one guy, a tattoo you don't see very often, and I don't think he was Cambridge-based. I think he must have been an import from Cambridge, but he had one of them teardrop tattoos on his face, you know, like he'd been to prison or something. I don't get that. A bit more tea there. I don't um I don't get that. I don't get why people would have their fucking face tattooed. You know what I mean? Like I've got tattoos. Not a lot. I've got some sort of Celtic sun, I don't know. I was young. I was young when I um I got some sort of Celtic sun on my <laughs> yeah, Ronan Keaton. <laughs> Can you imagine me with a Ronan Keaton tattoo? I'm just like really love his music. That's uh <laughs> But a Celtic sun, it's meant to be good luck, um, apparently. Uh, I don't know whether that's true. The tattooists will sell you anything, wouldn't they? They'll go, oh, that's, that, there's a Celtic sun there. That's good luck for people who are called Ben. Oh, fucking hell, I'll have that. Yeah, that's 180 quid. So I've got a Celtic sun and then some sort of tribal thing down the, my right thigh. But that's it. I've got two tattoos. That's it. But there was an awful lot of tattoos last night. It's like people have tattoos um, in, in, instead of a personality. And that's probably what I was thinking of at the time. And people, you're all thinking, what, you've got a personality now, Ben? Yeah, you're fucking right, I have. <laughs> but people seem to uh, have a lot of tattoos because they are void of personality. And um, I don't know, there was a lot of people like that there last night. A lot of people who have just got tattoos done uh, because it's the cool thing to have at the moment, you know. I always find it weird when people have tattoos of dates on them and it's somebody in their family that's fucking died and it's on their fucking wrist or something. So, uh, you know, you know, they check the, check the time or something and it's like, ah, that's when Nan died. Ah, it's uh, quarter to one and Nan's still dead. <laughs> Why would you have that? I don't know. Why would you have that on your body? Like some dates of when somebody died. I don't know. I know. I know it's each to their own. But you're not going to forget that, are you? Surely. You know, if it's when your mum died or when your fucking nan died or your brother died or your sister died or even a child or something like that. You know, you're not going to forget that. And if you do forget that the date they've died, they probably didn't mean a lot to you anyway. You know, not, not unless they're planning for Alzheimer's. That's what they might be doing, just planning for that. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I always find that weird. You know, stick it on a tombstone, yeah. Stick it on a headstone. But why would you have that tattooed on your body? 
you know, oh, I'm just taking a shower, having a good shower, enjoying myself, getting fresh. Oh, fucking hell, Nan's dead. My mum's dead. Oh, man. I just clocked myself in the mirror. <laughs> what is that? What's that date? Um, oh, fucking hell, yeah. It's the date. Date my child died. Jesus. Terrible. Anyway. But one, um, <laughs> one, uh, one geezer there last night had a fucking teardrop tattooed on his face. Now, I don't know about you, but I always find them a bit weird. The old teardrop thing. It stinks of prison, doesn't it? That's all I think when I, um, when I think about that. I just think it's, uh, it's prison in it. Is that it? Let's have a little Google here. See what a teardrop, teardrop tattoo meaning, UK meaning or US meaning. Oh man, there's a definite divide. We get listeners from, we get hello listeners from the States, by the way. I'm going to do this for both. Oh my God, we're going to go bilingual for, um, let's have a look. Um, spent time in prison. That's what it means. Teardrop tattoos, spent time in prison. Uh, Loss of a friend. Uh, Jesus. Raped whilst incarcerated. Who would have that? Jesus. Why would you have a... Oh, I've got to commemorate this with a fucking tattoo. <laughs> Put a little date on the bottom of it. Jesus Christ. Really? Tattooed by the rapist as property. Fucking hell. Not, it, if it's, if that, that's got to be an awkward tattoo session. <laughs> Isn't it? Fucking hell. What are you going to have done? Oh, I just want a teardrop on my face. Why is that? Because you fucked my asshole. <laughs> Why would you? Jesus. Why would you have that? Tattoo. You surely. This isn't over. You think it's over right now. I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. You think this whole scenario is over. I've just raped you. Um... And then you hear the old, oh, you just feel them pull out of you, smack you on the back of the head, I imagine. You're just losing consciousness, and then you just hear, ding <laughs> Fucking hell. You wake up with a fucking black eye and a teardrop underneath it. Tagged another one. How fucking weird is that? Jesus. Fucking hell. There's a there's a lot there's a broad spectrum of things that the teardrop tattoo means. I never knew that. I never knew that. Spent time in prison, yeah. I can see that. Because every fucking, you know, gangster or like prison break or something like that, there's you know there's somebody with a tattoo teardrop on their face, isn't it? Loss of a friend, yeah, I can see that. I'm sad. You know, I'm sad my friend died, I'm having that. But you see somebody with a teardrop on their tattoo now. I'm going to look at them as people very differently. Hey, man, how you doing? You're right. Hey, cool tattoo. You uh, lost a friend? No, I've had no friends lost recently. Oh, God. Jesus, that's a horrendous backstory then. <laughs> I'm going to go and get a drink. Uh, you you have a good night, me old booty. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, so, Jesus. Well, you learn something new every day. I never knew that. I never knew that. What I did see last night as well, because it was one of these funky hipstery places uh, in the toilet, in the ladies' gents' stroke, lady gents' stroke 
non-binary, stroke, whatever toilets they were. I don't know, everybody shits and pisses the same, don't they? Anyway, you know, we all go in that toilet and we all take a piss and take a shit. But on the door, it had one of these pictures, uh, one of these posters that I've never seen before. Um, but apparently they exist because they were there last night and only in Cambridge. I've never seen it. I'm clearly going to different pubs than in Cambridge. There's a poster that says, hi, I'm Angela on it. And it says, are you on a date that isn't working out? Question mark. Does it all feel a bit weird? Question mark. That's fucking dates for you. Of course it feels weird. It's a fucking date. Is your Tinder or plenty of fish date not who they said they were on their profile? If you go to the bar and ask for Angela... The bar staff will know you need some help getting out of your situation and will call you a taxi or help you out discreetly without fuss. Hi! What happens if you know somebody called Angela and they work at that bar? You're in a catch-22 situation there. Hi! Hi, could I speak to Angela, please? And they whisk you off in a taxi. (laughs) No, I genuinely just wanted to uh, go, 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 like the president when they (laughs) fucking... uh, when they try and take a shot of the president or something like that. And then security comes out and just bundles you into a taxi and it's off. Go, go, go. Like that. I just wanted to talk to my friend Angela. That's all I wanted. That's weird. That seems weird. I know it's to help people out who can't, like, talk for themselves or whatever. People who can't just go, look, I'm with a fucking weirdo. You know. You know. That sort of thing, innit? I'm with a fucking weirdo. I'm on a date. It's not working out. He's just said he wants to eat my liver. Is Angela about? Please get me out of here. (laughs) Is your Tinder date or plenty of fish date not who they said they were? Everybody is like that on Tinder and plenty of fish. Of course, they're not who they say they are. They are on their profile. They're going to hide all the shit bits, aren't they? You know... They're going to hide all that shit. Hey, man, I talked about this last time. People aren't who they say they are on those things, are they? They're not. They're presenting the best version of themselves. Are you on a date that isn't working out? Fucking hell. How many people have been on that? How many? How long is the queue going to be for Angela? Is Angela about? Fucking hell. This people, hundreds of people in a pub, like guys sitting in a pub thinking, fucking hell, this Angela is pos- is very popular. <laughs> There's a queue of women just at the bar just saying, is Angela in? Please get me Angela immediately. Um, fucking hell. I've never seen that before. Obviously, it's got to help people out. But just say, look, you know, you're in a public place. Surely, surely you can just go up and say, you know, this ain't working out, me old booty. You know, you said you were six foot four. You're a dwarf and I can see a switchblade in your fucking jeans. <laughs> Fucking hell. You got a knife. He's got you've got a knife to my throat. This just ain't you know, I like somebody a little less stabby. <laughs> but anyway, it's out there. Only in Cambridge. Maybe it's in other places, but I've never seen that before. But they're all uh very uh very sort of like uh very progressive, very woke man. Is there one for guys who are on a date that isn't working out? You turn up and it's just like a heifer there. She's been using, like, fucking filters, like, and looks nothing like her profile. Hi, is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, Angelos about? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, there's nobody called Angelos here. Oh, man, 
I'm going to have to sleep with this woman tonight. <laughs> ah, dear. Anyway, fucking hell, 31 minutes. Um, thanks. That was uh, episode, <laughs> episode 20. Uh, sorry, I rambled on a little bit about uh, last night's gig, but that is seriously one of the fucking weirdest gigs I've done. Uh, I'm starting to lose my voice now. I've never had that before. If only Angela was there for me last night. <laughs> if only I could have called out over the PA system. Is Angela there? And somebody just whisked me off in a taxi. That would have been fucking lovely. Anyway, I'll be back Tuesday. We I uh, do this every Tuesdays and Saturdays. I'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, have a good weekend. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to. You can get that to that through my website there's a banner on the top of my website website is www.benbriggs.co.uk if you've got any questions you want to send through uh just email podcast at benbriggs.co.uk and uh, i'm on facebook i've got a facebook page that you can like uh which is at the ben briggs podcast have a good weekend guys i'll be back on tuesday take it easy <laughs>